Atlanta fans nationwide, welcome to another edition of Kids Recruiting Roundup. Every podcast, I try to bring to you the best information regarding Illinois athletics. Last week, ladies and gentlemen, I hit a home run in men's basketball assistant coach Tim Anderson as my guest. Today, I hit a grand slam with one of the nation's top defensive backs coaches around the country, Aaron Henry from the Fighting Illini. This episode is brought to you by IlliniGuys.com. Coach Henry, I cannot thank you enough for being a part of my podcast. Like I said, I hit a home run. I think I just hit a grand slam with what you being on today. Yes, sir. Well, thank you for having me on, brother. I'm, I'm more than excited to chat with you today a little bit, man. Literally, about 10 minutes ago, walked in the house, um, been on the road, been all over the country. Um, but um, um, when I had this opportunity, I, I couldn't pass up on it. Well, thank you. Let's just dive into this. Um, we talked a little bit before air. When I met you on your introductory uh, press conference, I mean, you surprised a lot of us. I mean, we didn't know a lot about your background. Uh, tell us how you got involved in this and as far as your relationship with Coach Bielema, because you seem to be a big fan of his and you believe in him and he believes in you and how this got started for you. Well, I mean, right, that, that, that guy's been knowing me since I was 16 years old, right? So there's a, there's a, um, there's a deeply rooted connection there. Um, me and Coach B go back a long, long, long way. But um, it started out as um, him just – him coming to Immokalee. Actually, he sent one of his um, assistant coaches down. Um, Dave Dorn at the time was head coach at NC State. He was down recruiting the Southwest Florida area. And um, Coach Dorn made his way down there and um, – found me, man. I pretty much, I, I was fortunate because during this recruiting process, I, um, I had a, I had a bunch of offers, man. I had a bunch of offers, but, um, the, the key thing for me, cause I was raised by grandma, right? The key thing was me was relationships. And, um, I, I will say this in every staff that coach V has been a part of, right? It, well, every place he's been the head coach at where he's had a staff, um, they have been phenomenal at building relationships. And I can tell you, Dave Dorn, um, he, he really, I mean, he really went down there and built, built a relationship with me, man. Cause I, I didn't know, I didn't know nothing from, I didn't know nothing about Wisconsin when I ended up going to school there. Um, but, um, lo and behold, that's where our kind of relationship started. You know, coach B ended up developing a special relationship with my grandmother. Um, cause that was, that was one of the people who were very important to me and make, helping me make a decision. He developed a very close relationship with one of my youth pastors, um, a, a little short Mexican guy by the name of Homer Bedencourt. <laughs> and, um, I mean, he, he, I don't know, man, Pe people think it was recruiting, but, um, he was just being himself, you know, and, and, um, obviously a byproduct of that is me going to the school and playing for him. But, um, it, it you know, you can tell when a guy is really special at what he does, right. when it doesn't come across as he's doing his job, it just comes across as him being genuine. And, and that's what I fell in love with, man. I fell in love with his personality and I fell in love with his staff. And um, just the way they did things, man. And so from there, a connection was made, right? Um, um, my father, my father at this point in time wasn't really around and in the picture. And my mom kind of, kind of was in and out of the picture. But my grandmother was the, um, was a stakeholder in our household. And so um, the cool thing about all of that was, was once they got to know grandma, you know, <laughs> and they really, they really found out who really had the keys. You know what I'm saying? Once they got to know her. But from there, our relationship just took off, right? It, it, it really soared. Um, going from Immokalee to playing for coach at Wisconsin. And then um, um, kind of from there, you know, my, my career kind of parlayed and I had an opportunity to have a cup of coffee with the Oakland Raiders. Um, and I, I never in my wildest dreams had any intent on ever coaching. Um, never wanted to coach, never had any plans on coaching. I can remember when coach B brought me in his office one day and asked me, um, have, I, have, have I ever thought about coaching? I think this was like my junior year. 
Um, I had been battling some knee injuries. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he probably felt like, you know, this, this young man has had multiple knee surgeries, you know, but I do think he'll be a phenomenal coach. And um, I looked at him and said, Coach, I, I mean, the dedication, the time commitment you guys have, um, as much time you spend away from your family, um, I, that sounds like a horrible idea. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, um, I didn't know everything that came with it. Um, I thought they were just in the office 24-7 game planning. Um, and um, it was – it kind of just my career, I guess my coaching career kind of just propelled from there, man. And lo and behold, I ended up saying yeah to him because, um, because he brought me to a, a high school football camp in Arkansas. You know, coach ended up – it's funny because coach, coach – so coach – I accept the job at NC State as the team chaplain. Right. All right, this was in 2013. I accept the job as the team chaplain. I'm going to NC State. All right. I made a commitment to go there. Well, maybe it was 2012, but 2012, 13, I made a commitment to go there. Coach says, listen, I just want to fly you up for this camp. I want you to come in for a couple of days, work the camp with me. I'll send you back on your way. Right. That's, that's, that's the recruiter in him. Right. (laughs) I had no idea what his intent was, what his plans were. And I don't think he knew as well. Right. But we get to the camp at the university of Arkansas at the time. And, um, they got a bunch of dudes on campus, man. Like, like, this is like a team. This is like the big team camps where a lot of prospects are coming to these camps, right? And so mm-hmm. um, they had about 15 guys that they offered that they invited to camp. Um, out of the 15 guys that they offer at the camp, I spoke to nine of them. Mm-hmm. The nine guys that I – when I said spoke to, I'm talking about like in-depth, about, about 10 to 15-minute conversation with them and their parents – because nobody, nobody at that point in time had a perspective of playing for them, right? And I'm just visiting. I'm, on, I'm there for three days, right? And I spoke to each parent once I kind of knew who they were, um, each parent and kid about, like, how cool it was to play for them, um, how he going to prepare you for life. Like, I just, I just came from a – I literally just got done playing with them. You know what I'm saying? So nobody could sell that. And so um, I was just telling them my story. And I think people fell in love with that a little bit. And out of the nine kids that I spoke to, Right. Had a conversation with mm-hmm. um, nine ended up committing to him that day. They went in his office and I, I didn't find this out until later, but they went in his office. Coach did his thing. And um, every parent asked them. They asked about the guy with dreads. I had dreads at the time. <laughs> they thought I was on staff. It, it, it was pretty cool. They thought I was on staff, but I was literally just there visiting. Um, he, 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 he made note that I was one of his, um, his, his former players. And um, they ended up committing to him. Now, I didn't know that. I didn't know that the commitment. I mean, I knew some of the commitments had taken place, but it wasn't until the end of my visit there, the end of my stay there, over the three days, because I was just working a camp, just like just like any other um, high school coach or any other um, 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 guy that was on the staff was. I was just working, doing DB drills, right, primarily working with the defensive backs. And um, we get to the end of of um, of my stay, and coach gives me a hug, gives me he writes me a, uh, writes me a camp check. And um, he, he, he starts to tear up a little bit, like, I want you to stay. Really? Yeah, I'm like, I want you to stay. I'm like, you want me to stay? Like, dude, I ain't got nowhere to stay. What you mean you want me to stay? Like, you want me to stay and do what, man? Like, we already had a conversation. Like, I'm not being a coach, man. You want me to stay and do what? Um, he was like, how about this? All right. I know you've accepted the job with Coach Jones, with Coach Dorn, um, to be the team chaplain. Um, but how about this? I'll put you up in Fayetteville, Arkansas for 10 days. All right, I'll put you up for 10 days. If you don't like your stay after the 10 days, if you decide you don't want to do this, you can go and be a team chaplain. 
All right, you can spend the rest, like you can go and do whatever you want to do, man. Um, I just, I, just, I, really, I really think you will, you will excel in this profession. All right, you know, so got me a rental car, put me up in um in a hotel. Um, I'm I'm hanging around around a facility, kind mm-hmm. of hanging out around town, seeing what this um on favor has to offer, and um, like I, I I it wasn't that I fell in love with just Fayetteville, but I I, I felt like. I felt like he was trying to not force me to do it, but kind of guide me in the direction of, yeah. listen, you're a really good coach and you don't know it yet, but I think if I keep you here long enough, eventually a light's going to go off and, 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 and you're going to notice it, right? Well, I didn't stay there 10 days. I stayed there three. All right, I stayed there three days. A light went off. I'm like, coach, this is what I want to do. All right, this is what I want to do. He's like, but I don't got a job for it yet. All right, I'm like, what? <laughs> he's like this is what i'll do all right um put me in touch with some boosters i was a i was a landscaper man i was a landscaper in fayetteville arkansas me and five mexican guys every morning we met at a um we met at a um it was like a a a, a shed pretty much with all of our tools and equipment and we went around northwest arkansas um a lot of apartment complexes for mr lindy Lindsay. um we hedge bushes all right. Um, we cut the grass. We painted. I mean, we did all of that in terms of like um, apartment maintenance and stuff. Just um, um, caretaking of the facility. Um, a lot of these apartments are really, really, really nice. And so um, I started off doing that because coach didn't have a spot available. Um, so I, 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 I come from hard work, man. My, um, my, my, my grandfather and my, gran- my grandparents raving. So my grandfather worked in the fields uh, picking tomatoes and picking watermelons for like 15 years. So I'm, 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 I'm used to, I'm used to tough work. You know what I'm saying? We used to lay side, we used to throw watermelons, all that good stuff, man. And so, um, that wasn't none that, that was hard for me. And so, um, I, I did it. I did it. And I realized after about two months that it was blazing hot and I had a college degree. All right. And so instead I took my, my talents to be a substitute teacher. All right. <laughs> um, so I was a substitute teacher from there. I moved to be a substitute teacher and I'm um, in Fayetteville, Arkansas, um, worked at Harbor high school, um, I subbed at a couple of um, couple of middle schools, couple of elementary schools in the area as well, um, in Springdale, Arkansas. And um, from there, um, finally, a football position came open. Well, I thought it came open. Well, it didn't. All right. Well, they had an academic position that came open um, because one our academic advisor, one academic advisor, had left to be the head guy at UCLA men's basketball. And so, in the meantime, um, coach went to the um, he went to the, some of the higher ups and was like, well, why don't we just hire Aaron in that role um, until we, we, we find somebody full time. And so um, I had a, I had the luxury um, before I moved into a GA role at the University of Arkansas to move into a, um, I was an academic advisor. Um, um, my boss was Reagan Hill. Um, she's now at Charlotte. Um, and I could tell you this, that was the greatest experience in terms of parlaying into my coaching career that, 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 that I could have ever had. Right. We had um we had quite a few guys with learning disabilities, but for me, you know, I grew up in a um, my grandmother was a teacher for over thirty years. I grew up in a household to where um, education was really important, you know, and I could relay the message from academics to football. You know, some of these guys just learn different, um, you know, um, from, from so from being a substitute teacher to moving in an academic advising role to football, I was able to see how a lot of our players learned, right. which ultimately ended up helping me along the way. You know, but that was if, if I can give any piece of advice for 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 a young guy, you know, what I'm saying in terms of getting this getting this profession, the greatest thing that ever happened to me was being an academic advisor 
for um, I was, it was about six months. Um, it was awesome. It was awesome, awesome, awesome. I really believe it helped my teaching. Um, um, it helped me to be a better communicator, you know, and, and it helped me to relay message from from academics to football, which um, which sometimes you know how players are, man. They said they did this when they really didn't do it. They didn't do it. You, you, you know what I'm saying? And so um, I, um, it, once I did move into a, a football role um, as a graduate assistant. I already knew what the deal was, man. I knew how they learned. I knew how they gathered information. Um, um, I used to color code a lot of things because guys have a tendency, especially young men, they have a tendency to, um, when they see colors, to, to equate certain colors to certain phrases, right? Mm -hmm. um, whether it's a call, whether it's a formation. And so um, I, I really utilized that tool um, just because it helped me from, from the academic standpoint when I was an advisor, um, tutoring some of those guys, just, just how they learn. Let me ask you, you know what's really unique? I've been around for a long time, even when you were playing at Wisconsin, and it's been a long time. I guess I probably had to go back to the Von Zook era when Illinois was recruiting so well. And when I talk to these recruits, Aaron, and I'm not just saying this because you're part of my podcast, these dudes are impressed with this whole staff. I mean, every kid I talk to, even the ones that don't commit, they say to me how genuine and how truthful kids are. I mean, can you tell the listeners out there why that's important? I mean, we know some coaches lie. They're going to say what kids want to hear. But these kids are just, even like some of the, I, I know you guys are in the star recruits, you know, which we, if we get time, we'll talk about that. But the kids that you bring in, man, the kids that you're going after, it's just like they're amazed at how genuine, how truthful, and how Coach Beatle is. I mean, you, he's exactly what you said to you with these other recruits. And for a big-time guy like that to come across with his background, that's impressive, man. So I, I can tell you this, right? So, like, I keep saying this. I can't stress this enough. And Coach keeps pounding on it, right? You keep hearing the, 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 the mantra family. There is no realer mantra than that word uh, here at the University of Illinois. Like, it's real, right? You, we, we have a, quite a few guys – on our staff that has played for coach. All right. Not only played for him, work for him. Right. So they kind of know how he operates a little bit. But when I tell you, like from the offensive staff to defense that when I tell you like we are genuinely like brothers, right. it's like I've I can honestly say I've never been a part of a staff disconnected this soon. Like Ryan Walters, that's my guy. I, I just got off the phone with him. I talk to Walt once a day. I probably talk to Walt more than I talk to my wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's my guy. Coach Boo, right? I talk, I talk, I mean, Coach Boo's my, my he's my man. All right. Kevin Kane was with me at Wisconsin. Terrence Jamison played with me at Wisconsin, right? That's just the defensive side of the ball. You know what I'm saying? I worked with Coach McDonald, all right, at NC State. You know what I'm saying? Me and Coach, I'm on, I'm on a roll. Um, um, yesterday, Coach McDonald called me and like, I'm, I'm just checking on you, man. I'm like, what? Really? I'm like, what you doing, dude? <laughs> I, mean, I, I just called to check on my brother. That's my like. When I tell you like close knit and tight family, it don't it don't get no realer than this, man. My um, we threw my we threw my wife a, um, my wife threw herself a thirty third birthday. Threw herself on. Um, and dang it, everybody on the coaching staff was over here, man. Super Bowl, all right, Super Bowl. We get together for Super Bowl. Any major event, we getting together, getting together with our with with the coaches, with the players. I mean, it's it's a genuine a genuine family, man, and. Um, I've, I've been so blessed, man, to be a part of something so special. And I'm just trying to like, um, I'm really, really relish in this moment because I know a lot of times, man, like this profession, coaches come and go. You know what I mean? But we are really don't win. 100%. And we are really with some, not only are there special people, they're great husbands, they're great fathers, 
right? Th their kids are up at the facility 24-7. Like, I mean, you can't make this up, man. Like, you can't make it up at all. And so, like, when you hear these recruits talk about um, um, the staff comes across so real and so, like, that's who we are. You know what I mean? Like, 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 yeah. like, Coach ain't, he ain't hiring no bad people, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, and, if, and if he does, oftentimes it don't work out. You know what I mean? Like any, at any place he's been, you know, he has, he has a great feel for, for knowing what he wants on his staff and how he wants it to get done. And he, he got guys that's, I mean, um, um, I mean, we, we all just work really hard for him, man. We, we work really hard for him. Everybody's really powerful and doing their job. Everybody wants to find great players. And at the end of the day, right, like most of us, most of our coaches on our staff were in this position at some point in time. Yeah, right. they, were being, they were being recruited. They were being told whatever they were told. And so you just try to be real and genuine with people. And, and when you got and when you have young boys, you know, what I'm saying like some of our coaches have sons. You just know how to treat them. Right. I ain't got no kids yet, but I just know how to the, the good Lord bless me with the gift of gab, man. My, 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 I probably get it from my father. But <laughs> I just know how to communicate with people, man. And I, I, I try to make them feel me. I try to be genuine with them because I didn't want nobody to lie to me and BSV during the process, man. And so, mm -hmm. um, um, the connection, the connection is because I'm probably closer in age to them than some of the coaches that they're probably dealing with. Correct. Right. And then I played, right. And then I was recruited, you know, and then I, I think I'm a, I think I'm a pretty fun loving dude, you know, and I, I listen to the, I listen to the same music they listen to. Right. <laughs> right. I play some of the, I play some of the same games they play. Right. Like I ain't like, I ain't got no kids, man. So um, I try to, I try to stay up to date and stay hip to what they to, to what they're doing. And so, um, I think anytime, whether it's any position, man, I think this staff has done a tremendous job. O lineman, D lineman, quarterback, cross crossing over. There, there's no hidden agendas, man. Nope, nobody has no hidden agenda. Like that's my guy. This is Coach James said, call me about a corner today. All right, we was on the phone for twenty minutes about talking about DB play, man. Like, like this is a genuine staff. You know what I mean? Like, like in in the beauty and all of this is that. I think some of these young men that we're recruiting, they finally get a chance to see it. And they ain't seen none yet. Cause once we get them in person, like, like that's what the magic is. It's hard for them to tell you, no, and you're right. Cause when I've talked to some of these recruits who doesn't matter position, they'll say, I've talked to coach Henry, coach Boone, or coach McDonald. I, you're exactly right. So for the people listening out there, he's hundred percent right. Let me ask you this. This is a tough question for the people out there who are naysayers and thinking they're not going to turn this around. And I can see because part of my job is a recruiting. Tell the listeners out there, what, what do you expect and what do you see happening? I see you're smiling right now because <laughs> I know you can't wait to answer this. What can they expect to see? Because I can see it. I see the difference in recruits and you guys are working the state of Illinois hard as hell. Not just the state of Illinois, but national, but you guys are holding true to what you said. Right. I mean, so like, it, it's, it's, it's not a secret that you need good players, right? Like, like for, 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 Times the game started, like it's been about the players. But on top of getting good players, like I think we're naturally going to get good players because we got a really good staff that knows how to communicate with people. And again, every place that coach has been, he's gotten good players. Like he knows how to do that, right? He he he. Once we get them on campus, we meet the families. He meets with it's a wrap. We know how to do that, right? I think in in compound with that, like you compound that with having great coaches. All right, and so I think I think oftentimes, right, especially especially when you've been a fan base like here, right? It's, 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 it hasn't been a ton of success, right? right. They, had, they had some success in the early 2000s, right? Um, went to the Rose Bowl, I think in 2008, right? And I think um, over the course of time, 
changing of coaches, people kind of get people kind of get down on that, man. They want to find something to be excited for, you know, and as much as I would love to make a promise, <laughs> as much as I would love to tell you how good we're going to be, man, because um, I am a pretty cocky young man. I wouldn't say cocky. Really? I'm, 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 I'm I, confident. I just, confident. I, I just believe in the guy I'm working for um, um, on defense and as our head coach. Um, I've been a part of this before, right? Um, even when I was at Wisconsin, you know, one season we go six and seven or seven and six, and people thought it was all over with, and then we go on the roll and win, um, win two Rose Bowls in a row. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, and, and he ended up going to three, but I mean, um, win two Big Ten championships, end up going to three total Rose Bowls. But the reality of it is, is that it has to start somewhere. All right, it has to start somewhere. And I think with the plan that we have in place right now, with the plan that coach has in place, all right, with making sure we're loving on the, we're loving on our current roster, all right, making sure that we're developing our current roster, making sure we're finding guys that fit the system and, and, and what we want to do. All right, not just good football players, but they got to check every box because the last thing you need is for a guy to be a good football player and he flunks out of your program. All right, and okay. so, um, um, man, I want to say so much stuff right now in terms of I, I know I can tell by the smile on your face. In terms, but but you know what? Um, everybody hadn't been in my position. Everybody don't believe in coach the way I believe in them. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this is this is coming from a 16 year old kid who he recruited. You know what I'm saying? So I, I know because I've seen it with my own eyes, the amount of work that he's put in, you know what I'm saying, to get us to this point. And so I, I think when people saw us beat Penn State last year, yeah, the world was shocked. Well, nobody in our locker room was shocked because he, he said it all week. He said, don't be surprised when it happens. You know what I'm saying? And he, and he was preparing our players for it. Yeah. And we prepared as a staff for it. And so I think that gave people just a glimpse, right? That's a glimpse. We could easily, we could easily be talking about eight or nine wins from last year. Easily. Oh, I know. I was there. I saw him. I know. But you know what? It didn't happen. It didn't happen, right? Correct. And so what do we have to do better as coaches to make sure that it does happen? And I would just challenge every fan out there, um, every diehard Illini fan, all right, from the bottom of Coach Henry's heart, I can guarantee you, all right, that we're going to bust our butts to make it happen. All right? We are going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we're going to put in the work. You know, um, I've, I've – Listen, this week alone, I was in four different states. All right, so we're we, we going to find the right players. I promise you that. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, can, I can guarantee you, as a coaching staff, we're going to put in the work to give, to give ourselves a legitimate chance to win, you know? And so um, coaches, coaches, the, coaches the hardest work in coaching college football. I know. You know right. And, yeah. I, and I, I truly believe when you have a really, really hard working head coach, and I just – I ain't just saying that, like, I'm talking about recruiting. Like, he – He's our hardest working recruiter. This dude's on the phone with kids day in and day out, man. And um, um, obviously, some showing for it. You know yeah, what I mean? It's, yeah, it's working. My last question for you is this: You have become a fan favorite. I did some research. I know you play a little basketball, but you become a fan favorite at State Farm Center. The, the students love you. The boys basketball players love you. Coach Underwood, Chester Fraser, Jeff. What is this? This deal with you sitting in the stands and being this football guy, but a big ambassador of basketball program. So I really believe, right? I really believe in order to have a university that is really good athletically, all right, other sports should support other sports. All right. I'm I'm a diehard basketball fan, like diehard basketball fan. You know, I, I even been to a women a women's game. I'm a I love basketball. You know what I'm saying? And 
to see the culture all right, that Coach Underwood has built, that's built there, for me, right, I know everybody see me going to the game, but I'm more so paying attention to how do the players respond when he rips them or gets after them, right? How do his assistant coaches respond when there's adversity, all right? I'm seeing everything that's happening on the sideline. I'm seeing how hard these guys are playing for him. There's, I mean, it's, it's not a secret that he probably started off kind of rough and now he's Coach Underwood's having a lot of success, right? I know he probably wants to get to the big one and win the big one, right? Um, I, every coach wants to do that. But I see the way these young men play for him. Mm-hmm. I, I see how passionate they are. These young men are about their assistant coaches. And I'm trying to figure out, just like everybody else, right? I'm talking, I'm talking about basketball in our meetings to our players um, because I'm seeing what's trickling over there in basketball. And I'm hoping it, I'm hoping that it parlays over to football because I tell you this, anytime you have a university with a good football program and a good basketball program, you got a special university. Yes, sir. And I think this university is really, really, really special. All right. I think with what Coach Underwood is doing, all right, some of the some of the um, new coaches that they brought in from other sports, um, I, I think they're gonna get it rolling. But between because I'm because I've been around Coach Underwood and been around Coach B, just to see the way they operate, um, I, I think this place can be elite. I really believe that, right? Now, obviously, I think it, it takes yeah. for us to win some games, but I don't think we're too far from that. And again, to all the fans out there, right? Everybody probably knows that Illinois basketball has, has, has they've been good as of late, you know. And so when I go to those games, I try to just pay attention to everything, like soak in. Okay, the fan, the student section is going crazy. The fans going crazy, right? I want my players to feel that and see that, right? I tell my player, hey, listen, go to the game, go to the game. E- even if you don't watch the game, go to it, right? Embrace that atmosphere because I'm telling you, it, it, it's not going to be long. It will not be long before our football stadiums like that. All right before they're jumping around, before they're crazy, before you got basketball coaches all right, standing in the stands or in the student section. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I think at the end of the day, man, like I think with what Josh is doing here um, and the people he's put in place, I think this place is going to be a place to be reckoned with here over the the course of the next couple of years. You can see it. Well, look, I can't, I won't hold you. I told you you give me 25 minutes, man. And I'm just what I thought. You gave me exactly what I wanted and the listeners. I know you've been busy and I know you just dropped the road. I want to thank you for being on. Fans, make sure you listen and you subscribe to Catch Recruiting Roundup. Coach Henry is just a small example of what we hope to bring to you, even though he's a heavy hitter. We'll have a lot of recruiting information with you all year long. Make sure you guys subscribe to lineiguys.com. We'll let, definitely get to that information to you. Coach Henry, I want to thank you again. This was great. I mean, I know the fans are going to love hearing this. And probably my favorite thing about this was seeing the smile on your face because I know what's coming. I can see it. But, bro, I'm trying to be humble. I'm trying to be <laughs> humble, man. The good Lord's still working on me, man. I'm, 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 I mean, like, trust me. Trust me. There, There is nobody, right, there is nobody that wants to have more success than our head coach. All right. There is no I'm telling you, man, there is nobody that wants to be more successful. All right. Then I, I think I think I, I want to be more successful than them. But, you know, like 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 genuinely like I, this, you're talking about a guy that's played for him. All right. A guy that's this is my, my second time working for him. Um, we're putting in the work and and, and, and and our guys are buying in. You know what I'm saying? And so um, we, we, we're, we just need a couple pieces, man. We're, we're, we're still continuing to recruit some of those pieces, but um, it's going to all come together. Thank again, Coach Henry, I-L-L. I and I. Thanks, baby. Take care, man. Thank you. Thank you, baby, dog.